doesn't have you to be. It make it so. It does not have to be a confrontational uh, thing. It it can be a discussion. I've watched I've watched Mike Wallace uh, speak with Louis Farrakhan. Yeah, it right. wasn't necessarily confrontational. But listen, we're coming back, folks. We'll be back here on the Sunday Forum here on WMNF 88.5 Tampa, Sarasota, St. Pete. We're going to NPR. Please call in at 1-323-99663 because we want to hear from you as we talk about the issue of wake up. We want you to wake up. Yep. Please, please wake up. We'll be right back. WMNF Tampa. News in Washington. I'm Giles Snyder. President Biden has signed the bipartisan legislation that suspends a debt ceiling for two years and averts a government default. Biden signed the bill without fanfare at the White House yesterday. The deal the president worked out with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy reigns in spending, and NPR's Jennifer Ludden says it includes work requirements for some Americans on food assistance. The age of people who are subject to work requirements under this program known as SNAP is going to go up from 49 to 54. And we're talking able-bodied adults with no dependents, which, by the way, are a small share of the 42 million people who get food assistance. Uh, but these older adults will now have to spend 20 hours a week working or in job training. The new law also calls back IRS funding and formally ends the pause on federal student loan payments. China's defense minister is warning other countries to, in his words, mind their own business. After a Chinese warship came close to colliding this weekend with a U.S. warship in the Taiwan Strait. NPR's Emily Fang reports. China's minister Li Shengfu gave a speech in Singapore on Sunday loaded with thinly veiled barbs against the U.S. Li sidestepped when asked about the encounter, as well as a previous close pass a Chinese fighter plane made in front of a U.S. surveillance plane last month. He criticized, quote, some countries of sailing or flying through international space to surveil or provoke China. The two Canadian and American ships were transiting through international waters on Saturday at the same time that U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin was delivering a speech rebuking China for cutting off dialogue between the two militaries. Emily Fang, NPR News, Singapore. China has tightened security in Tiananmen Square in central Beijing and in Hong Kong. Police said in a statement that four people were arrested for seditious intent and four others for breaching public peace near the city's Victoria Park. Activists have used the park for years to commemorate the 1989 Tiananmen Square crackdown. Today is the 34th anniversary. Rescue operations ongoing in eastern India following the country's deadliest train crash in more than two decades. Joe Wallen reports from Delhi. At least 275 people died in the disaster. Rescue teams and family members of the missing are searching through the wreckage of three trains that crashed late on Friday evening. The death toll is expected to rise as more bodies are found. At least 100 people are said to be critically injured. The Indian authorities say a signaling failure caused a busy passenger train to wrongly move onto an outside track where it crashed into a stationary freight train. A second oncoming passenger train then collided with the debris. India's Prime Minister Narendra Modi has said those responsible will be punished stringently, but his government is facing criticism. India has Asia's busiest railway network, but safety standards are poor. There are hundreds of crashes every year. For NPR News, I'm Joe Wallen in Delhi. And you're listening to NPR News. WMF Tampa. The influential sister of North Korea's leader is denouncing the U.N. Security Council for discussing last week's failed launch of a spy satellite. In a statement carried by state media, Kim Yo-jong accused the council of ignoring North Korea's right to space development. The Security Council has banned North Korea from using ballistic technology. This weekend across the U.S. calls for tighter restrictions on firearms and remembrances of those who have been killed by guns are marking Wear Orange Weekend. Brian Bull, a member station KLCC in Eugene, Oregon, reports on one local observance. In a Springfield park, the Raging Grannies musical group sang about people killed by guns. Diane Peterson of Moms Demand Action says Springfield endured the Thurston School shooting 25 years ago, almost a year before the school shooting at Columbine High School in 1999. 
The shooter killed his parents and two students, and the community still contends with the aftermath. Not all wounds are visible. Many more people have been touched by gun violence than any of us can possibly imagine. Peterson adds Springfield also has one of Oregon's highest rates of suicide by firearm. For NPR News, I'm Brian Bull in Springfield, Oregon. In hockey's best of seven Stanley Cup final, the Vegas Golden Knights have a one-game lead heading into tomorrow night's Game 2. The Knights beat the Florida Panthers in the series opener last night. In basketball, Game 2 of the NBA Finals is tonight. The Miami Heat will be looking to even the series after losing Game 2 to the Denver Nuggets. I'm Giles Snyder. This is NPR News. Support for NPR comes from NPR stations. Other contributors include the estate of Joan B. Kroc, whose bequest serves as an enduring investment in the future of public radio and seeks to help NPR produce programming that meets the highest standards of public service in journalism and cultural expression. Hey, what's going down, family? It's your resident chef, Big Eddie G, inviting you to the Soul Kitchen. Me and my assistant chef, Mr. White Pepper Dave and Brian, serve up the best of R&B and soul music with a pinch of hip-hop and jazz and a dash of fun. So stop by Friday nights from 8 to 10 p.m., bring your appetite, because the kitchen will show enough fill you up right. Here, only on 88.5 WMNF. WMNF and Living Mirror Playback Theater will host a monthly community talkback and improv show live here in the WMNF studios, 7 p.m. on the fourth Friday of every month. The event will be based on our monthly mission calendar, covering topics such as economic justice, environmental issues, and more. We invite community activists and interested listeners to come and share their thoughts and experiences. Then Living Mirror will play back those stories using improv techniques. It'll be a compelling evening of community sharing and improv theater, but space in our studio is limited. So go online to wmf.org backslash events to reserve your seat. General Manager of our community radio station, WMNF. This year I'm turning 60, and you're invited to the party on Saturday, June 17th at Skipper's Smokehouse. We're calling it Overheat, the people's party for Meet the Match, because there will be three great bands from Tropical Heat Wave. So if you missed or fell in love with Talk to Mark, Rocket 88, or Have Gun Will Travel, Here's your chance to dance, swing, and rock along with these great groups under the Live Oaks. Every penny of your ticket goes towards our endowment campaign, securing community radio for future generations. Get your $20 ticket early at WMNF.org or $25 at the door for Overheat, the people's party for Meet the Match, and another taste of Tropical Heat Wave on Saturday, June 17th at Skipper Smokehouse. 88.5 is excited to announce our annual Juneteenth celebration. Monday, June 19th, we will be having a potluck open house from 5 to 9 p.m. An historical portrayal of Frederick Douglass by me, Donald L. Dirich Jr., station tours and special all-day programming. Come help us honor this national holiday and have the opportunity to meet programmers and connect with others in the community. For more information, call 813-238-8001 or go online to WMNF.org. And lastly, like Frederick Douglass would say himself, agitate, agitate, agitate. We are back to the Sunday Forum here on WMNF Tampa. 88.5 FM with Walter L. Smith II. Looking for your telephone calls? 813-239-9663 is the number to call. Looking for you to wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. This is Walter L. Smith II. Right here on 88.5 FM. You want to tighten up on that backstroke, folk. Let's go. Hey. Looking for the good stuff. your backstroke. Looking for the good stuff. Time to 
that backstroke, y'all. Come on, y'all. It's Sunday morning. Come on. Working for the good stuff. I can't take on your backstroke. Sound of Fat Back Band 1980. Tighten up on that backstroke right here on the Sunday Forum 88.5. We got a lot more music that's going to be played today. Uh, call in 813-239-9663. We want to talk about uh, how, how do we tighten up on that backstroke, man? I mean, we got to wake everybody up. You got, you got to wake up, man. Yeah. You know, listen, there, there's so much going on right now. Uh, and, and so many people that are in different wheelhouses, right? And so my, my, my grandmother used to always say, you know, there's so many different ways in the world everybody can have one, right? <laughs> Listen, be an expert in your field. Do what yeah. you do. Do what you do and do it well. We need that now in our communities to be able to save our communities, to be able to save our children. Listen, our kids... Our, they, do you realize that our kids are out there killing each other? You understand? I, I just want you to understand that. They're out there killing each other. 
why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? I talk about redlining quite a bit, right? We talk about all these things that are happening in our communities in terms of why these things happen and coming up with solutions for 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 these things. Uh, uh, we we have got to change the mind and mindset of our parents and of our children to the point that they are focusing in on cultivating relationships that are good relationships with each other, number one. But number two, making certain that our children having, have, have a great future, have a good future, that our communities have a bright future ahead of them. We've got to have the infrastructure. The infrastructure of our communities are serious, and the infrastructure starts with you. The infrastructure starts with you making good decisions about our children, making good decisions about yourselves, making good decisions about the community because you think the community is worth it. When you talk about things like getting rid, closing down just elementary school in West Tampa, for instance, that's not doing what's right for us. That wasn't right for us. That wasn't okay. But now there's a new plan, I guess, that's coming up. That's good. That's going to that's going to give us give us a new school, I guess. There uh, where we are. But you know, when our history, the issue there is when our history is wiped out. It's because we let somebody come and wipe it out. We have, and, and because they don't find the value in us. It's because they don't find the value in us. Or they can no longer exploit the value exactly. in us. Exactly, exactly. And the best way to exploit it is to get that piece of land that's on the water. Huh? And to do what they want to do with it to, 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 uh, to make their money while our children are being bust and pushed out of the communities where they live in order to in order to do what? In order for them to make millions of dollars on the backs of the children? See that that that's that is a matter that you gotta tighten up, folks. You gotta tighten up. Wake up. Wake up. That, that was 30 something years in in the making. 30-some years in the making. Longer than that, maybe. But the point is, it was in the making, and we sat right there and watched it happen. We sat right there and watched it happen. So if I if I if I were to talk about if I were to talk about supporting businesses in our community, and I said, listen, I like going to Seventh and Grove, Seventh and Grove. Great. Go to Seventh and Grove. I'm gonna encourage you to go to Seventh and Grove. Support them. Support them. Go to West Tampa, too, and go support Earl, Earl Whedon over there at Burns. Support him, you know? And, and the other businesses that are sitting right there on Main Street. Support those businesses. Hell, start a business. The question becomes, what do those businesses support? Exactly. What do exactly. What have they uh, embraced in the community as a... As a cause. Yes, yes. Uh, let me tell you. L- let me also point out. I pointed this out before. And it was a reprimand. And I and I, do, I don't back down from it. I stand on what I said. All those corner stores out there. All the phone shops. All the corner stores. You stop feeding our people that garbage. You stop it. And we need to get out there and tell them to stop it. Demand that they sell the fruits that you need for your children to have a good, healthy uh, 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 intake of food on the way to school or coming back from school or when they're off during the summer. Don't be selling all that dirty garbage chips. I mean, hey, look, everybody likes Cheetos. Everybody likes Cheetos. Ain't nothing wrong with a couple of Cheetos every once in a while. That's fine. But come on, man. Don't don't sit up and have a basket full of rotten uh Rotten bananas sitting up in the front, and you talk. You call that what do you call that exactly? What what is that? <laughs> yeah, right. Because they're supposed to be, they're being told, bring more produce to your 
stores in the hood. Come on, man. And then it's rotten when he gets there. Come on. Come on. And they shrug their shoulders. They don't care. They don't they they eat they eat well. They don't and they and they take the money out of the community. Not one time. You there's no one here, no one out there right now that can tell me of any time, not one time, when any of those people on those corner stores has ever, ever given anything back to this community. Ever. You can't tell me one time. You cannot tell me. If you can tell me that, listen, I, 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 I'll let you host the show. I'll, let, I'll give you one, one, one time to host this show. If you can tell me of any time when they have ever given back to this community, East Tampa, West Tampa, Sulphur Springs, Progressville, any time that those people in those corner stores has ever done anything like that to give back to our communities, you tell me of one. They they destabilize our tax base. They take money out of our communities and they take it back to their community, which is fine for them. Great. But a lot of that was because of because of uh, commercial redlining. They weren't allowed to go into white communities and do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But they were allowed to come to our side of town and do it. Mm-hmm. Because we weren't going to say anything, were we? No, and we got to support those businesses. We got to... Take our dollars down there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, people have been writing. I'd like to, with your blessing, invite Alexander Beatty to call because he wrote a long email that I couldn't possibly read. (laughs) But it sounds like a lot of interesting issues that have to do with uh, the, you know, immigration uh, or past immigration of whites to America. Uh, he's mm. um, Australian. He's Spanish American. Be interesting to hear. He's talking about uh, the uh, Lord North lost North America to independence from the Church of England. Interesting stuff. Mm. It'd be interesting to, to hear from you, Alexander. But I can't read all of this on the air. We do have a couple of calls coming through at the moment, though. It looks like people are waking up. And uh, yeah, responding up, to your reprimand that you gave, so 813-239-9663 is the number to call you know, to join this discussion. It's important for the CRAs to do that. It's yeah. important for the CRAs to do that. Community redevelopment. Yes, areas. yes. The CRA community advisory committees. The community. Those are made up of community advisory committee people who are from the community. Get together. Go down there and have a meeting with them. Invite them to come to the meeting. If they don't go to the meeting, you go to their shop together as a consolidated front, to say, listen, stop this. Yeah. Stop this. We're demanding that you stop it. If you're going to be here in this community, we're demanding you stop it. Making making demands if you yeah. are in community. Go ahead, Carla, you're on the Sunday Forum. Good morning. Peace and blessings, brothers. Good Hi. morning. How you doing, Queen Mother? I am excellent, and every time you say one thing, I'm wrap my comments around that, and then you say something else. <laughs> <laughs> A very great show. Um, two things, real quick. Uh, Mabili says, like in terms of black business, we have a responsibility to support them, to uplift them, but at the same time. It is, I believe, their responsibility to get behind the causes that black folks are fighting for and pushing for. Absolutely. It wouldn't do me no good to make you a good capitalist when you look at the other way. And we got so many issues right in this little old Tampa, right in this big old state of Florida, where we have, like we used to have sundown towns, and it was a known thing that black folks couldn't travel in certain parts of the United States, so they needed to be in a safe place when it when that sun went down. Mm-hmm. This is what is becoming in the state of Florida. And so that's why we have to support when our national leadership and organization is telling us to beware. That's not a condemnation of taking anything from black business. But that is for the protection of black people. And so we got to get on one accord. As it relates to our CRA dollars, I sit on the East Tampa board. 
And some people hold their nose that I'm there, but every every meeting, it is my responsibility, I believe, to keep on questioning what benefit comes from our dollars that's going to affect and uplift the lives of poor people that are living in this community before and after. So it's all right to have half a million dollar homes in East Tampa, but if CRA dollars are there to do the repairs, to rehab, to move people out of poverty, mm-hmm. then why is there such resistance from city government for making little increments? Can make nothing happen because the chain of command won't allow it to happen. It starts with the mayor. Just last week, Thursday, we have been talking about we want to give young people, move them out of despair, have them have work opportunities, let them be able to see the world of work beyond just doing, picking up paper and low maintenance work. We at the CRA, we hired our own consultant. We hired someone that could navigate and show young people what all the temple look like, what it all has to offer, what education would be able to do for them moving their futures forward. And we are still stuck. The mayor's office say, no, not this year, maybe next year. So it is those things that we got to get our community on board. I say maybe it's the tone, maybe it's the blackness of my skin that agitate people to have an understanding that I am, along with many others in our community, past and present ancestors, that is determined to bring liberation and freedom to black people. And we're not going to get off our posts in doing that. We're going to get off our back stroke. We're going to do our work. We're going to stay in our lane <laughs> and we're going to continue to promote greatness for black people here in this city. Thank you so much, brothers. I appreciate y'all. I, 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 I hear you tightened up on that backstroke. Yeah. I all, all day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Queen Mother. We appreciate you here. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, man. You got to tighten up on that backstroke, boy. Yeah. Tighten up on she that backstroke. She got it. She got it. Yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, agitated by her blackness, by all our blackness. Anytime we have a grievance, yeah. it's, 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 it's minimized. It, it, and it shouldn't even be agitated by our blackness. Why are you agitated by our blackness? Yeah. Look at look at the humanity of what's, of what, of what's happening. Right. Look at the humanity right. of what's happening. Right. And that's the... That's the glue. Is our humanity? Everybody's right. humanity who's Damn. under threat. You know, that's what I'm not they're a human. trying to. Right. I'm not a human now. Is that is that what we're doing? I mean, like, right. right. Come on, man. We're it's, supposed to be past this type of thing. Madness. Man. We're still having to repeat history, repeat right. the protest history. Right. But I'm not going to beg you for it now. Exactly. I'm not going to beg you for it now. Right. I'm, I'm telling you right Those now. Those days are over. <laughs> we pass all that begging. Go ahead, Carla. You're on the Sunday Forum. Walter L. Smith the second. Hold on. Udo, what's going on, Brother African? What's going on, Brother African? All right, all right. I really want to appreciate the show, man. Um, you know, got to wake up, tighten up on the backstroke, tighten up on the backhand. That's right. Um, yeah, all that, man. Yeah. So I really appreciate the show. I wanted to um, just kind of piggyback on the whole idea of supporting black business. I was, I really appreciate Billy's intervention because it's not enough just to support black business. We have to support black power. And so the question is, to what end? That's what Chairman O'Malley used to tell her teachers us, you know, to what end? And so we can't just support black business. We have to support black business that supports black power. And um, I, so I really wanted to appreciate that intervention, Mabili. That was that was sagacious. Um, the other thing I, I want to say, uh, on that tip, let me just say, uh, come on and support my show next week. Uh, <laughs> Right. Um, I have an event at the Tampa Improv, man. Um, it's going to be beautiful. Uh, got a brother named Asia Sampson, who's an incredible spoken word artist, uh, along with uh, uh, So Cold from Houston, my man Keith Rogers, about a uh, city by way of Lake Hamilton, and um, also have you know comedians and, and whatnot. It's just going to be a really good time. Dope music, dope DJs, incredible audience. 
So yeah, come out this uh, June 11th on uh, Sunday, June 11th at, at the Tampa Improv. At what's, what's, the, what's the cost? I'm sorry, not the cost. What is? Uh, what? How do you find out about uh, tickets and things like that? How do you find out uh, about that? Soulonmics.com. S O U L O N M I C S. Soul on mics, kind of like a play on Elgis Cleaver's Soul on Ice, right? right so Soul right. on mics. Solonmikes.com, and you know you can get all the ticket information and you know other pertinent information there. So I, I, I say that just to, because you know anybody who knows me knows that uh, I support Black Power, and I want to just, if I can, share a quick, you know, anecdote, uh, you know, as an example of, of of what organization and what Black Power can do. Um, I think it was last Thursday. Um, I got a phone call. So not 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 last. Not Thursday that just passed, but the Thursday before that, right? I got a phone call from the African People's Education and Defense Fund. They said that there's this uh, the, uh, this thing called the LRA, the Land Reutilization Authority in uh, St. Louis, Missouri, who had accepted APDF, uh, African People's Education and Defense Fund. We call it APDF, right? So APDF uh, made an offer to buy land from LRA, which is the largest land bank in uh, Missouri, and um, and uh, for whatever reason, the LRA rescinded their acceptance of APDF's offer to buy these properties. That was a problem. So APDF called me and enlisted my expertise as a lawyer to help, and um, I was able to, with the with the brilliant leadership of uh, President Ona Zanae Ishtatella, she's the president of the APDF, African People's Education Defense Fund, with her brilliant leadership, along with the assistance of uh, Janice, Kitty, and um, and who else? Maureen helped out. You know, we, we, we put together a letter, right? And we sent a letter to this gentleman, Mr. Lance Knuckles, who was the, the, the uh, who wrote us the letter saying that he was going to seek rescission of the acceptance. We wrote the letter. Um, they, they flew me out to Missouri uh, to attend the, a press conference and attend the uh, LRA commission meeting where uh, Mr. Knuckles intended to uh, uh, ask for the rescission, right? And just based on the brilliant leadership and organization of African people and white people who work under the leadership of African working class people, by the time I flew there, uh, we we supposed to have a press conference on that Tuesday, right? Mr. Knuckles sent me a letter that Monday night saying that he, based on the letter, uh, decided to rescind his request for the rescission. He's going to take it back and say it's all right for us to get the land, you know, for us to get the properties. And we still did the press conference, which was brilliant because there's so many people in Missouri, so many African people, so many. If you've ever been to Missouri, St. Louis, you, you, I mean, it looks like somebody dropped a bomb on, on, on the north side of St. Louis, right? I mean, the, the buildings dilapidated and, and it just demoralized and it almost looks as bad as the Jackson House. But African people, uh, under the African People's Education Defense Fund and the leadership of owners and agents to tell her, we, we taking those properties back, revitalizing the community, making it a place, making the community a place that people are proud to live in, right? And so uh, that, that morning, we still had the press conference to let people know that we're the blueprint for that. And then Tuesday, we, uh, Wednesday, we went to the uh, the commission meeting, and we didn't have to fight because they, they'd already, uh, they'd already uh, uh, made the decision that uh, it was it was best for us to have the properties and, and, and not, you know, box with us about it. And so, but that was the, that's, that's what leadership and organization can do. And I just would say, you know, part of waking up is, is standing up and, and, and getting up and we, we, we have to organize. And I would say to anybody and everybody that the African working class is the flagship. You have to follow the lead of the African working class. I don't know what the CRA does, the CRB does, or what's going on here and why we can't make moves like we make moves in St. Louis, Missouri. But whatever it is, I'm sure uh, whatever the, the obstacle is, I'm sure that we can uh, beat the obstacle down with organization and the leadership of the African working class. So I, I wanted to say that because, I mean, it was a tremendous victory, brother. They were talking about, I mean, we're talking about three properties, you know, um, and they said, no, we, you can have it. And they said, no, you can't have it. And we wrote a letter. We organized. We got together. Excellent. A press conference showed yeah. up. Next thing you know, we say, okay, y'all got it. I, I changed my mind again. You know, uh, you, you got it. And that's that's a victory for African people, a victory that everybody, every African that hears this story can be proud of and, and know 
um, uh, for a fact that we can accomplish great things when we organize. So Absolutely. I just wanted to share that with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thank you, It sounds like you need, uh, you need a Lance Knuckles here. He was the director of strategic growth and development in the St. Louis Development Corporation. Mm-hmm. We need somebody like that here that's going to stand up and, and rescind those rescinding offers. You know? Right. But, but Mamiya, I want to say, Lance Knuckles was the one who said he wanted to take the offer back. He, he started it. He started it. He started he it, but he finished it. Yeah, no, I'm saying, but he, we, he said we had the properties. He said, no, I want them to have the properties. It wasn't Lance Knuckles. It was the other way around. It was the other way around. It wasn't Lance Knuckles. Okay, so. It was the organization of the African working, working class. class that made it happen and persuaded Lance Knuckles to change his mind. You know, um, there's an African uh, proverb that says, a wise man will always find a way to do what's right. And so Lance Knuckles, at the end of the day, despite his folly in the beginning, found a way to do what was right. But that was that was based on the African working class persuading him. You know Leading him. So I want to make sure you were the leaders. Yeah, yeah. I want to make sure that that's clear. You know, Mr. Knuckles, you know, uh, was able to see that uh, boxing with the African working class and that issue wasn't a good look. And, uh, yeah, and, and so th- that's the point. Like, here, we, we can do it here, too. But uh, exactly. it seems oftentimes that too many people here want to lead instead of follow, want to have, the, you know, the, front, the name on the front page and the headline instead of just, you know, uh, following the leadership of the African working right. class because we will win. We're the only ones who know how to solve our problems, and we are winning. We will win. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure that if we... If we organize, get together, you know, wake up, get up, stand up, get the backstroke and the backhand and all that together. And organize. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. can we can move, we can march on the victory. So, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Thank you, thank you, brothers. Uh, yeah, we'll talk in the future, I'm sure. Yes, sir. To be continued, um, brothers. Yeah, the. the if the the people will lead, if the leaders would just yeah, follow. But, yeah. but, that's, but that's what the CRA Community Advisory Committee is. That's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed right. to be the people. It's supposed to be the working class that's coming up and saying, this is what we want. This is what we need in our communities. Not not the top down telling us exactly what needs to be done or whatever. No. Which is is what the ruling class is doing in this state, especially. You know, it's this top down. I won't ever back down. See, Lance Knuckles had to back down. Right. But, you know, you have these people in this state saying we never back down. No, if the people stand up in your face, you will back down. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday forum. Is that me? Yes, it is. Hey, you said that the the, the stores are serving the kids garbage, right? They didn't yes. put a gun to your head and tell you that you must come in here and eat. It's a matter of choice, right? I'm sorry. Say it again. Not really. They said it. They they didn't have a gun put to people's head. They say come in here and eat. Oh, no, 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 no. But if it's a food desert... No, if it's a food desert... Have you ever been... Do you know what a food desert is, sir? What's that? Do you know what a food desert is? If I know what a food what? Do you know what a food desert is? Sure, of course. You, okay, so you understand the concept of it. Yeah, but they didn't put a gun to your head and say, you must come in here and eat, right? You have a choice. No, you have a choice. Not you have really. A choice. If it's but, a food but, but, but so I mean, the choice is not... The choice... So whose fault is that? The choice is limited. The choice is limited. And and when I say limited... Shops, or is that the, the people that go in there and eat the garbage that you said they are? You eat what you can get a hold of. Exactly. You have a choice. No, you don't. But from that standpoint, you don't. You don't have... Have you, you, don't do, have you ever lived in, Have you ever lived in a... You don't have a choice whether you eat or not, right? Have you ever lived... Do you do you live anywhere in East Tampa or West Tampa or any of the, any of the frontline communities at all? Do you live in any, any of these communities at all? I've been here for forty years. No, 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 no. That's not what I asked. I asked. I asked. Did you? Did you live in or have you? Did you grow up in any of these communities? Teach them to cook. Did you cook. grow up in any of the? Oh wow! Oh wow! Cook for the kids. Man. Wow. Okay. I, I, listen. Okay. Okay. No. No. Wait. No. 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 You know what? I agree with you. I agree. Let me tell you. We agree with the concept of teach them to cook, but how are they going to get the food? How are they going to get the food when, when the, when the, number one, number, number, oh, wait, 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 listen to me, listen to me. When you don't have access to the grocery store or when the, when the so-called grocery store only sells garbage. 
Well, he just hung up. I guess he didn't oh, want to no, listen no. to yeah, you. Oh, no, no. He didn't want to listen to me. See, see, that, see, that's the problem. To sit up there and say, see, see, I asked him a very clear-cut question. He heard what I said, what, I, what the first question was. Have you ever grown up in a frontline community? If he didn't understand what the frontline community was, and I, I urge you to call back, sir. I really urge you to call back. Call back, and let's, let's have a, a real dialogue here. Because, see, his lack of understanding. See, I took my son directly to understand. I took him so he could understand exactly what a food desert was. When you do that, take your kid down to the Central Park. Take him down there and see what happens. T tell him that, take him down there and then figure out from there where your closest sources of food are. Right. And, and there is a kind of gun to your head if you don't have many choices. Yeah. And there are a lot of people since the pandemic who are middle class, who are now standing in in soup kitchen lines and looking for pantry, free food from a pantry. That's right. You know, the so-called uh, lawmakers in Congress just try to take food out of the mouths of babies if your parents don't go and get a job, even though... You know, they're on food stamps, you wow. know. So wow. come on. They can't yeah. even they gotta figure out how much how much uh, money they're gonna put in the gas tank to get to work. Exactly. Or figure out how they're gonna pay the utilities in order to be able to or pay. Or to go food. around and look for a job to oh, get to work. Come on. And I'm wondering, is volunteering a part of that? Can they volunteer and still get food stamps? Right. That would be, you know, progress. Go ahead, caller, you're on the Sunday forum. Hello? Hello. Hello? Hello. Hey, um, this is Mike Randolph. How hey, you Mike, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm loving what you're doing, and that's definitely related to the food desert. Uh, because, you know, if you don't live in the black community, you probably don't know what it is. Yeah, but man. The other reason I'm calling today is to talk about an upcoming workshop on professional grant writing. It's going to be held June the 20th at the John F. German Public Library downtown. It's going to be at 2 p.m., it's going to talk about how do you get grants, federal, state, and national grants. Uh, for those nonprofits that are struggling, I suggest you come to this meeting and get that information. But, Walter, keep on doing what you're doing. I heard Sister Connie, she's always fighting for the community as well. We yes. just need more of us fighting for the community. And thank you for everything that you do. And same to you, Mike. Same to you, man. Keep on pushing, baby. Keep on pushing, Mike. Um, Mike Randolph, everybody, he's uh, leading the CDC of West Tampa and leading a lot of these movements uh, in order to get people educated on how to get access to monies that are there that can that can um, reduce some of this this these issues that we're having. Uh, let's go to the next call. Okay, go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum. Caller, it's on you. Go ahead. Just oh. recently with a budget bill about the food, they wanted people to, to eat less. Or the Republicans referred to the fact that, you know, kids need to, to, to eat less or whatever this was. Again, <laughs> that particular concept comes right out of uh, Adolf Hitler's uh, program, the useless eaters. And what they did was they called these people to uh, uh, have a shortage of food. And then he starved them to death, or, or what they would do, then, then uh, uh, would um, uh, euthanize them or uh, make them sterile. You see this, this, this whole concept, if you go to the Internet, pull up this thing called, uh, you're talking about food genocide. Pull up this thing called Henry Kissinger's Food Genocide yes. Program. Yes, Kissinger. Yeah, Kissinger outright said they right. had to control the black population um, in in Africa by by doing this. And, and you know where that comes from? King, the, the, another one kind of guy said the same thing. King George the Sixth talks about this. Nineteen forty four. Who's King George the Sixth? That's uh, 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 Queen Elizabeth's father. And so we see that the way you run it to reduce. The populations of col of the colony, India is a good example where this was tried at too. You know, was to to create mass starvation, and it was done in 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 India, in, in India, and, and, and places and, and and in Kenya, and places like that. So this thing about food, this, this thing that what these Republicans have done 
They just dust off the old program yeah. Yeah. that uh, their 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 evil fascists had had developed and and put them and implement them here. And people, and if we're not aware, again, if when one is aware of their of their surroundings, of their of their has knowledge of their uh, knowledge of themselves, then they are able to control or at least uh, 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 thwart uh, those who are trying to make them ignorant. And that's what a guy like DeSantis is doing when he develops the Bantu education program, the pro, uh, a pro, program to keep you ignorant. And these are the kind of things that happen. And we talk about food deserts. Well, I, I haven't even got to talk about pharmacy deserts. If you want to see an example of a pharmacy desert, go over here to Hillsboro Street, okay? The Hillsboro and go from Hillsboro to, uh, let's say, Water, all right, down Armenia. And you'll see all kind of pharmacies, mm -hmm. all right? Now, you go back deep inside. The, I've talked about this before. You go in, 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 into the neighborhood there, into the neighborhood of you and I, you go down the street, and you'll see what? Churches. I mean, you'll have a, <laughs> you'll never see a church desert. In a black neighborhood. No. <laughs> we pray, we're trying to pray our way out of it. You never see that, but you will find ph pharmacy deserts. We're trying to pray our way out of it. Medical That's what we're left with, right? No, sir. Yeah. So let me, let me get off here because I don't want to scare anybody. Really, you are within the norms.com. And, 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 and there are these different things. Why we have to have knowledge of ourselves, knowledge of why it's important for us to have Edu edu education, 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 and that this that that uh, with education you can uh, uh, develop yourself. And that's why it's so important for, like, for example, the DEA to attack the doctors because who you're attacking? Those who have ambitions, those who have drive, those who have goals, those who refuse to subjugate, or better yet. You can get further than that. You and I, uh, 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 Walt, you know, what does he do? Attack black fraternity. Who would join a black fraternity? Who would, what kind of guy, person, there is a sorority in a, uh, uh, uh particular Divine Nine sorority? Because that's all that's about is about drive and, 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 and education and, and commitment to your community. That's when right. You that's right. Death, you eliminate your best and your brightest. That's right, though. Your talented attempt is it's gone. Perfect. It'll be gone then. Yeah, that's right. Hey, man, thank you very much, Doc. We appreciate your call. We appreciate All right, it. Thank you. I All right. call back, man, but you just got me started. <laughs> <laughs> got me started into being into talking about you are within the norms.com. All right. All right. Thank you, Doc. Bye. Right. It sounds like you got a lot of people trying to yeah, get the last word. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to get on the L7 Square. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. All right. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Sunday Forum with Walter L. Smith II. Oh, yeah, man. Y'all right tapping me rattling up in here. All right. Now, what's going on, man? <laughs> I'm busting out. All right. You see it, L7 Square? Yes, sir. Next night is busting out. <laughs> so they done had us in the L7 Square way too long, man. Come on, man. I ran into it. Just wanted to share experience. I hear everybody talking about leaders, leaders, and we got so many leaders, but we don't have the proper or correct leader in the proper or correct places. We're just not moving in that direction, but I urge our people to start looking for their real leaders in their face and say something to the real leaders that stand up in this community. The people that fought for this slave ship not to be here, but they brought it here anyway by making us out of the slave look. Mm -hmm. See, they always don't circumvent you no matter what you do when you're trying to stop something negative from happening to you. And they got a lot of our African people doing the same thing. And, and I explain that because we too tied up in we need to do good, we got to do right. We got Well, I was telling my son we got uh, uh, I just say Caucasian people do what they want to, we got to do what we can or what they tell us to do. Ain't that something? Oh, man. I mean, that's our juxtaposition to them. We do what we can, and, and then you got black people shooting black people down like they stupid, man. Like I'm saying, that dude Scott got up yesterday. We've been freed, and, 
And then, oh. uh, I mean, that's just ridiculous, man. It's just ridiculous. Oh, my God. I'm saying, man, people like that. And then they got, uh, and, and, and I'm, I'm, when I hear people like Connie Burton talk, man, that reminds me of my mama, my grandmama, and my aunt. So they talk to us with the seriousness and the swiftness, man. And I'm just like you, and I'm just like her, and I'm telling them we support them, but they get up there and uh, 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 confuse everybody to the point where we start thinking we ain't good enough for our own people, our own people, something wrong with them. No matter what your age, something wrong with you. Because I heard a lady say, you too old for this other day. You this, you that. And she just jumped on me, and I said, yeah, I told her, black lady, I said, you, I thought she was who you was, because she ran a little stick on me, ran up on me with a little, uh, Pacino got a newborn. Oh, Al Pacino. My man. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, but all of them do that. Right in your face, like, I don't want you. And uh, Kevin Sanders, that's the dude who would tell him once you get right. to the age of the black woman, you do because you're, you're limited. I, I've been listening to him. I'm teaching my daughters, I, hey, listen to this dude. This dude correct. This time my father and them used to tell us. But nobody want to hear it because it's the truth. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, the black woman responsible for blaze raising the black woman to be a mother and a wife, not to be a divorcee, and a hater of a black man. Now, who's pushing that, man? It's coming all the way out elementary schools now and all of that. You ain't good enough for them. They, want, they make the man, like I told my son, they, they want you to be feminine looking. You got to be feminine looking. And then they still want, they want to accept you like, I got to put on your ring tattoo, grow. I have my hair long. I do what I want because I'm a man. I do it the way I want to. And I was going to tell her, uh, a woman... Really, that's not your place to tell a man what to do. And his place is to keep you with him and work with him, not that he tell you what to do, but you're supposed to cooperate and communicate. You know, probably come dictate, dominate. That's, that's, that's masculine. That's what I'm saying. You flip the masculinity to the femininity, and you got guys want to lay back, sit on the wall like they used to do at the club, and they're destroying our family and our culture. But you can't do that. You can't just sit. You're so cool. You ain't that damn cool no more. <laughs> and I'm here to tell you, you need to pick up that that torch, and you need to be running with it right now because they're coming for your head. I'm telling you right now. You can see it right hand right, right on the wall. Mm -hmm. Not going to stop. they trying to push in the corner. I went out last night. I get off the phone. I rode around. I maybe saw one or two Caucasian people. They walked around with their book, book bags like they destitute. And I feel sorry for them, too. But I saw more African men laying on the sidewalk, sleep, gathered up in groupies, no way, man. No, no idea. 
they have no vision of nothing because there's nothing they can envision. There's nothing they can hope for. There's nothing they can pursue without being tortured, man. I understand, bro. Please don't be hating me because I understand. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing I can do. They got all us tied up against each other. Then they work each one of us over in the back rooms when they call us in the back room <laughs> for any type of business deal. If we get worked over, there's nobody to secure anything for us. We just get abused and abused. And then you got people like this dude. Nobody puts it good to your head. Nobody <laughs> you hey, no, nobody told you to move over there with us. <laughs> yeah. so hey, uh, minimizing hey. us. Yeah. Hey, man, thanks yeah. for your call, bro. I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, y'all, have, y'all have a good All right, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we're still looking for your telephone calls in the last minute. Look like we got five minutes left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so phone call, call yeah. you. Eight one three two three nine nine six six three. Go ahead, call it. You're on the Sunday forum. Hey Walter, uh, this is Chris Steiner. Uh, hey Chris. A, hey, can I have a conversation with just you without being <laughs> slandered by Mobile as being called a white supremacist or someone who's running a game or scam? What, what's what's uh, your question, man? Yeah, I want to let you know, picking up the conversation from two weeks ago. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, wait, wait, I got to stop you there. I got to stop you there. We're not, try, we're not trying to pick up statement. Wait, listen to me. No, no, tell me. The, no, no. I want to make sure that we're clear. I'm only taking issues. I'm only dealing with issues from today, not from two weeks ago. Well, can I talk about the conversation you're having regarding China? That's, that's fine. That's fine. Right. Okay. Well, if China created the SARS-CoV-2 virus, which, as I mentioned two weeks ago from the study, is transfecting into our DNA, then that would mean that we are not quite so invulnerable as you seem to indicate earlier in the show. And uh, on the May 16th wave makers here on WMNF, they allowed they had uh, Dr. David Berger on who agreed with me that it does transfect into the DNA. Right. But and, wait, wait, Chris, hold on. Stop, stop, stop for a moment. Stop for a moment. This is not what we were talking about regarding China. This is not what we were talking about today regarding China at all. We're trying to stay on task with everything that we're talking about today regarding the BRICS and economic issues and, and things of that nature and how and bringing it back home here to the community here. One last call. Go ahead, caller. You're on the Senate forum. Hello. I can hear you. Thank you so much for the show. As always, brother, it's uh, wonderful work. And I hope the last caller that called in, uh, not knowing what food does in insecurity, takes the uh, the courage and conviction of thought to to call back next week. Yeah. I think a lot of our problems, brother. This is Brother Douglas. I was on there pushing October breakfast stuff, brother. I'm going to connect with you both. Oh, okay. So, you know, okay. Work, as always. But uh, anyway, keep up the great work. And I just hope we can all collectively come together because I see all of us out here calling and doing diligent work individually, but we need to be unified as the rest of those are trying to oppress and subjugate seem to be. <laughs> but anyway, keep up the good work, gentlemen. I don't want to take the last call. God bless you. I keep each and every one of you, and I hope we can break bread soon enough, gentlemen. All right. Thank you, now. Yeah. You appreciate your call. I appreciate your call. Hey, listen, uh, folks. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we are going out. We're busting out. Yeah. On the L7 Square, right here on the Sunday Forum, 88.5 WMNF, 88.5 Tampa. Thank you, as always, for my voice to the radio waves, to the hearts and the minds of the people. We love you. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it here on the Sunday Forum. Hey, look out for the for our next show, the Post Martin Hoot Nanny, coming up next. Busting out on the L7 Square, folks. Hey, keep it tight. Tighten up on that backstroke. And let's make a difference, baby. WMNF Tampa.